0: Well, you know, it, this is always one of my favorite services because you get to see firsthand what God can do in a life. And, you know, you, you're going to hear testimonies this morning of, of the transformation power of the Holy Spirit. And, but I was thinking about that, you know, as, as amazing as what God is, has done in these ladies. God's the same God that's transformed you and me, right, from what we were to what we are. The same power that transformed them transformed us. And I hear, I hear these testimonies, and I'm excited because I know what God can do. And how many of us are praying for folks that we know don't know the Lord? We're all praying for people, right? We all know people that don't know Christ. And if God can do that in our lives, if God can do that in their lives, God can do it for anyone. Well, it's my privilege this morning to welcome, and would you give them a warm Dover welcome, the New Life for Girls Ministry. I'm gonna turn this over to them and they're gonna bless us in a powerful way. And I'm gonna introduce their leader to you. I get to move this, we wanna see them, not the podium, so.
1: Oh, good morning. Thank you for having us here. We're just so blessed to be here. Uh, we just are grateful for each one of you. We know that you're praying for us. We just thank you for that. We thank you for just all that you do for New Life for Girls. You've been a blessing to us. And so we just are grateful for all of you. And um, we're just so grateful to be here today. I just sent greetings from our director, Jose Pacheco. And we just um, we just come to praise the Lord with you and to celebrate with you. We just want to tell you a little bit about our ministry. Each of the ladies here will then tell you their names, their ages, where they're from, what intro they went to, because we come from all over the United States. And, um, and we all come here to get to know the Lord and to grow. And, um, and you know, the prayer just, that's exactly what happens. He picks us out of, out of our dark places, and he just brings us into his marvelous light, and he transformed each one of us. And he just is just an awesome, awesome, awesome God. And so we're just grateful to be here today. And so um, New Life for Girls is a a ministry. We are a 12 to 18 month women's and children um, ministry. We have different introduction centers. We have one in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, one in Maryland, one in California, and one in Chicago. The ladies start off in our introduction centers. They go there for three months, and then after that, they come to Dover, Pennsylvania. That's where we are, that's our main training center. And they do um, the biblical based classes. So they'll start off in the introduction center, just getting a lot of us come from the streets, come from prisons, come from different places. We're not used to structure. We're not used to being told what to do. We don't, not all of us even grew up in a church to know anything about the Lord. And so we just get. Um, accustomed to our schedule, we take biblical-based classes, we learn about the Lord, we learn about ourselves, and so we take three months of classes there and the in the Dover uh, Training Center we take six more months of classes and they're biblical-based classes but they're like self-acceptance, growing up spiritually, um, emotional and spiritual power, just different things that deal with what's inside of us but it brings us through the Bible so that the Lord can heal those areas in our life. When you finish classes, if you don't have your children with you, then you become a junior staff. So then you get to walk out what you've learned, which is really great because I've been to different rehabs and they would teach me a lot of good things and I'm, and they are great, but then they would let me leave and I had no idea how to walk out what I learned. And so in New Life, we get to learn it and walk it out. And, and majority of our leaders have gone through the program so they get to show us how to walk it out. So it's really just, a blessing all around. Now, if you have your children with you, we have another center. It's the Mother and Children's Center, which is in Glen Rock, Pennsylvania. And so once you finish your classes, you get on a list to go over to the Mother and Children's Center. At that point, you get to go there with your children, and they help you get a job. They get you on housing. They get you established. And then they get to guide you and teach you just how to raise your children in the ways of the Lord. And so it's just really a blessing that not just us women get to come in, but we get to have our children with us also. And so. and so it's just a really great ministry. The Lord just really has done a, a great work with opening this ministry for women like us to come through. And so we just, we just wanna praise the Lord with you today. We have some testimony, some songs, and we're just gonna let the ladies introduce themselves to you and then we're gonna get started.
2: Good morning, church. My name is Ashley. I'm 32 years old. I am from North Carolina and I came through the Lancaster Center.
3: My name is Michelle Yamas. I'm 22 years old. I'm from Aurora, Illinois, and I went through the Chicago Center.
4: My name is Rosemary, and I'm 53, and I'm from Chicago, Illinois, and I came through the Chicago Center.
5: Hello, my name is Brittany, I'm 28. Um, I'm from Chester County, Pennsylvania, and I came through the Westminster uh, intro.
6: Hello, my name is Lafrida. Um, I'm from Frederick, Maryland, and I came through the Westminster Center.
3: Good morning, I'm Vanessa, I'm 28, and I came through the Fresno, California Intro Center.
6: Good morning, I'm Clara, I'm 50, I'm from Altina, Pennsylvania, and I came through the Lancaster Intro.
1: I'm Tabitha, I'm 35, I'm from New Jersey, and I came through the Lancaster Center.
3: Hello, my name is Brittany. I'm 25 years old and I came through the Fresno, California intro and the first song that we're going to be singing for you today is called Worth. our first testimony today is going to be from Brittany.
5: Hello church. First I just want to give God, glad, uh, God all the glory of my life for what he's done for me. Um, in about 2017 I was at my rock bottom. I lost all three of my kids. Um, I lost my house. I lost my relationship with my whole family and growing up I never had a relationship with the Lord. Never. I, I just thought he was somebody that you just When you're having times of trouble, you just go and pray for him. Go to pray for him, or to him. So um, in about 2017, I was looking at a lot of jail time. And like I said, I lost my kids. I lost everything. And um, we went to court, and the judge let me out on bail to um, Teen Challenge. Well, I went to my mom's house, and I couldn't get into Teen Challenge because of financial issues. So my mom heard of New Life for Girls, but really didn't know anything about New Life for Girls. So um, she made the phone call and they said they would accept me, but I had to get all this stuff done. So we got all this stuff done and um, I got accepted and I went to Westminster. During this time at New Life for Girls, mind you, I've been here about 18 months. I'm actually graduating in April. Praise the Lord. <laughs> but um, during this time, as you see, I have one of my children right here, Trevor, and my daughter, Lily, is downstairs. Um, and I see my oldest daughter, Serenity, um, every other weekend but the Lord has just gave me peace of mind. The Lord has did, the Lord has just done great with my kids, you know, my son sings hallelujah. My daughter sings Jesus love me and um, you know, they're praying, but he just did a miracle in my life too because my family, they're supportive with me now. You know, I um, I started at Liberty University in May this coming May. And I'm going for uh, drug and alcohol counseling, praise the Lord, so I can help other women that are lost and that need Jesus. But um, I just wanna give, again, the Lord, all the glory and all the praise in my life. Thank you. And here is (laughs) Michelle.
3: Hello, everybody. My name is Michelle, like they just said. Okay, um, well, let's see. (laughs) Um, I grew up as a Catholic, so it was a little different than You know, Christianity. Um, I knew about God. I just, I placed Him so high that I thought I couldn't reach Him. Um, I didn't know about relationship with the Lord or any of that. Um, I guess I was a troubled kid all my life. Like, my mom was very angry all the time, and um, I began to see habits in my family, in my house, that I wouldn't think would affect me as I got older. Um, But I guess as You know, I grew up, I started to do the same things my mom did, like, um, I had anger, and I was always just trying to argue for no reason. At 15, I began to drink, um, and then ever since that, it's just, it took a huge toll on me. At first it was fun and games, and then um, I guess it just became an an identity of who I was, and, um, um, I got, I've got into several car accidents because of drinking. Um, I've got two DUIs before I even turned 21. I've always had to deal with court because of drinking. When You know, since I was 15, up to now, I'm still dealing with some stuff. Um, when I was 18, I got pregnant, and I really thought that that was gonna help me stop my habit and just stop going out and partying, but um, sadly, that didn't work. I was still trying to live both lives. I was still trying to be a mom, but I was still trying to party because I thought I was still young, and um, I didn't know there was more to my life than what I I thought there was. Um, And like the song we were singing, you know, God changed evil. For good, like I was heading down a horrible road, and it, it started to get um, it started to affect my family and i didn 't think that my life was affecting others, but um, all my family thought I needed help they um, I would come home you know passed out, blacked out, and they would always try to talk to me like you know like it's time it's time for you to get help and and, um, and I guess their words started to affect me a lot and um, I didn't know there was any type of programs like these, like New Life for Girls. and um, I tried, I mean, I began going to a Christian church, you know, at 18, but I didn't understand, like, you have to give God your all. Like, I was trying to do both things. And, um, and I, I remember I didn't understand the Bible at all because I thought it was this complicated book. I didn't know where to start or anything, so I never really opened it. Um, and then... Um, I heard about New Life for Girls and then that was I didn't want to come because the intro we're not allowed to have our daughters or our kids and it's only for three months so I thought that was a huge sacrifice but I needed the help and I thought it was time to do it because it was only gonna get worse and the longer the waited the more that I would get into trouble and I would get worse so I'm grateful because my mother and, you know, her grandma, they helped watch her. So I went into the intro, and it was just like, whoa. Like, life was, there was way more to life than I could ever imagine. And they were teaching me things that I didn't think, you know. Um, they tell me a lot of things that I didn't know, basically, about the Bible. Like, it's easy, you know, it's God speaking to you in, in every page. It's um amazing and then um, I remember my summer because I was there for summer of 2019 and and I was 21 and I remember I would always say I'm like I never would have imagined my summer of being 21 being here you know being being sober and loving it and and loving what God has done in my life and um, I'm just grateful for what he's doing and what he's you know what he's gonna do and I just praise the Lord Amen. Our next song that we're going to sing for you guys today is called Soar. next testimony will be from Rose.
4: Hello. So um, I just want to share that um, I was raised um, in a family. uh, And uh, they were into really heavy heroin drugs and alcohol. And I have three other sisters. And um, we were kind of raised, you know, like just on our own, you know, we had to, you know, kind of like fend for ourselves. I remember going through hunger and, you know, just a lot of poverty because a lot of the money went to drugs. So when I was 15, I ran away from home. I ran into the arms of an older man and uh, um, I was looking for love in all the wrong places. And by 19, I was just like so done. I, I, I actually really wanted to die. You know, I saw darkness all around me. And, uh, you know, God was merciful and He's always been merciful. I always felt Him, you know, guiding me, even though I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Um, at 19, uh, that's when I met, you know, Christ. And, uh, but I became very legalistic. You know, I, I was the only one that, you know, didn't succumb to drugs and, and alcohol and, You know, I ended up going back to school and, you know, I put my life into church, my life into the church, but not my life in Jesus. I didn't know Jesus, you know, and so I made so many mistakes, you know, with this legalistic attitude that I had, you know. You know, I was right and everybody was wrong and I tried to, you know, manipulate and control my family and, you know, yeah, so I... You know, I just needed God, and I didn't understand that. I thought that family was everything. So after being in this church for 23 years, you know, I started to see that I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't changing. I was stagnant. And I was like, God, help me, Lord, help me. And it was so hard to let go of that church because I was there for 23 years, and they were my family, you know. But I knew that I needed more from God. And so, you know, God, as merciful as he is, he led me to another church. And, and this church, uh, you know, it, it was like a new life covenant. And in there, I attended a program similar to this one. As a matter of fact, they kind of took the ideas of this, you know, program, and they started, you know, another program. And that was when I started to see God. I was so full of fear, so so afraid, like, fear was always the thing that held me back from anything fear made me suspicious it made me uh, paralyzed and when i started to see that there was a spiritual battle because i knew nothing about about the spiritual realm like like my church didn't teach us that they they didn't delve deeply into that but when i started seeing that there was a spiritual you know realm and that my fear you know was not not of people you know but of you know, just demonic, you know, influence, that's what kind of started changing me. I started opening up, and then I was, I graduated, and I was offered a job, but I still didn't have the love of Christ. I still didn't have a relationship with Jesus till I came to New Life for Girls. New Life for Girls, God was speaking to me. I mean, I sat in the chair in the office in front of a wonderful, you know, director, and God was just speaking through her, and he said, you've got to stop. Having opinions, you've got to stop trying to control everything around you. And that's when I knew that God saw me. He really saw me deep inside. He saw Rosemary. For, man, for the first time, I was like blown away. And I knew that I had to surrender. I knew that I had to give it up. I had to give everything up. So what, what, what I did was, you know, I, I just stopped all communication with my family. Like I didn't even call them. I just wrote to them. Because I knew that they, that was what I was holding on to before God and above God was my family. So I just thank God that, you know, he had mercy on me. 53, you know, like that was another thing. I'm like, man, I'm so old and I'm still like rowing this boat. <laughs> you know, come on. You know, I got to change, God. I got to let it go. I got to let you be in control. And that was the hardest thing in the whole wide world for me to see my ugliness. But it was a beautiful thing because God saw me through it all. He never left me, not once, always took care of me. And I just thank God for a new life for girls, because God is here. I mean, God is so here. He, man, he, he put so many wonderful people together to guide us and, you know, and to tell, you know, to show us, man, you're never too old. It's never too late. And that's what brought me to so many tears is like, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm useful. I'm useful. I want to be useful to you, God. I've, I've, I've squandered so many years, you know, thinking about me, myself, and I. And now, God, I can think about you and other people. That freedom to just let go and let God. Oh, it's amazing. I'm so, so thankful and so grateful that he's put this ministry together to touch the souls, our souls, our locked-up imprisoned souls and, and set us free. He's so amazing, and I just want to thank you all for everything that you do. It brings me tears because it is a sacrifice from all of you and I, I thank you. I don't take it lightly because it's changing my life.
6: Hello, my name is Lafrida. Um, I'm from Frederick, Maryland. Um, I grew up um, raised in the church, um, I grew up going to church every Sunday and every Wednesday. Um, My mom died of breast cancer when I was 11. Um, So it was just me and my dad and my sister. And my dad raised me and my sister um, until from that point on. And he did the best he could, um, but he didn't really know how to show love and affection. And um, so I looked for it in other places. Um, I got wrapped up in the wrong group of friends at school um, and I started drinking and um, I had um, a couple instances where I ended up in the hospital um, and I just found I didn't know what to do with my life. Um, I ended up getting married when I um, graduated from high school. And we went to California. He went into the Marine Corps. And there was nothing but alcohol all around us. And all we did was drink and party every weekend. Um, and we ended up getting separated when we moved back to Frederick, Maryland, after he got out of the Marine Corps. And um, my drinking continued and continued. And I met I met the father of my other three children um, at a club. and we were drinking and continued drinking on for the next five or six years and when i had my third son i decided that i wanted to get help and i know that i i was just out of control and so i called my insurance company and they put me into a rehab and the rehab um it, it was in baltimore and it was just it was worse than what i was doing outside of the rehab in the regular life Um, I met someone there who I ended up getting into a relationship with, and we both got kicked out of the program, Um, and we got our own place. And we were together for about three months, and I came home, and I found him doing cocaine. Um, And I had no idea that he was into any type of drugs. He told me he just was an alcoholic. Um, So eventually he told me he would kill me if he ever found out I ever tried it or anything like that but eventually he got high enough where he handed it to me one day. And after that, my life just completely went downhill. I got introduced to heroin. Um, and what would happen was he, w- he was very abusive and he would, he would always tell me he would kill me if I ever tried to leave him. And he would get arrested and I would go into rehab and get help and the treatment. And then he would get out and he would contact me and I would go back to him. And it was just a cycle for about eight years. I was in and out of my kids' lives. I wasn't really there. Um, And finally, um, he didn't get arrested or anything. I just was at a point where I was just ready to surrender. I didn't know what else to do. I couldn't keep living like that. So I called my dad um, and I hadn't talked to him in months and he was so happy to hear from me. And um, he asked me, you know, what he could do. And I said, come pick me up. And so he came the next morning and picked me up, and um, he got me into rehab the next day. And I stayed there. Um, I learned a little bit, but it wasn't faith-based, and it wasn't, you know, God had nothing to do with it, and I needed to get connected back with God. So um, there was a lady that worked there who came to New Life for Girls back in the 90s, and she recommended me come here, because it was only a three-month program that I was in. So um, I called and I got in and I came and here I am. I've never been closer to God ever in my life and it's just um, a wonderful place. It's a miracle that I'm even here. I know that I'm here for a reason and God still has a purpose for me. So I'm very excited to see what he has for me. Thank you.
0: The ladies are gonna continue to minister in a moment, but we're gonna receive an offering for them this morning. If our ushers could come forward. As you know, it doesn't cost anything for the girls to go in, but it costs to run the organization. So we wanna bless them, if we could, the best we can to keep them running. They do a great work for God, and we wanna be a, a part of what they're doing. So if we could give this morning, the church will obviously continue to work with them and minister to them. Um, We want to bless them this morning with what we're able to give. Father, we thank you so much. We thank you for the work you've done in their lives. We thank you for the same work you've done in each one of us. Each one of us may not have the same story, but we have a story. And you brought us out of that story. And our lives are changed because of it. So Lord, as we receive this offering, I pray that you would multiply it. Use it to continue to reach more and more ladies with the gospel of Christ. Continue to do your work Lord and allow us to see the fruit of that work every time we hear testimonies from these women Father bless the gift and the giver. We ask in Jesus name. Amen
3: And our last testimony today is going to be from Ashley
2: Good morning church. Um, My name is Ashley. I grew up in a very small town in North Carolina um Growing up for me, my world was always striving for perfection and always coming up and ending up very short. Um, I grew up in church. I was in church every Sunday. My parents were youth directors when I was a a young girl, Um, but my perception of who God was was completely the opposite of who he is. Um, I grew up with a religious God, a God that was a condemning God, a God that um, only loved me if I did the right things and if I um, performed perfectly. That was the God that I thought who he was and because of that I always ended up short. I always lived in deception and it ended me in a road of deceit, of a road of low self-esteem, of unworthiness. Um, just really took a toll on my life. Um, my family I had a good family, uh, grew up with both my parents, I was the youngest of three children, so I was very spoiled, Um, and my parents enabled me a lot, which was a downfall for me in the end, but um, I always took in the negative things that were said to me, whether it was in school, whether it was um, my cousins, like I took those things on and I wore them, and that's what I saw, who I was, that's who I got my identity from, was the negative things that were said to me. and by the time I hit my teenage years, I began to rebel because what who I saw God was, there was a bunch of rules, like do this, do this, do this, don't do this, don't do this, but was never taught what would happen if I did go out and do the negative things and do the wrong things. So I began to rebel, I began to lie to my parents, I began to sneak out, and at first I was just hanging out with the wrong crowds and wasn't partaking in any of the things that they were doing, but just being around them and wanting to be accepted and wanting to be loved and all along the person that who loved me I had no clue who he was I was so blind and so deceived. Um, I graduated from high school and started going to college and it was then that I had met a guy that sold drugs and I ended up getting pregnant and um, he ended up going to jail it was a bad relationship which that was also a road that I ended up always taking was I would seek the wrong type of relationship because I didn't know who I was, I didn't know God's love, so I always turned to like the worst relationships, the worst men, the worst friends, everything. Um, So I began to really start, it was like a party lifestyle, I lived a party lifestyle, I worked full time, with the school, was a single mom, but on the weekends I would party, Um, so I began to drink at first it was just drinking and then I began to smoke weed and um, it really began to take a toll on my life to the point where I dropped out of school ended up not showing up to work ended up not having a job and just in this downward spiral Um, I ended up going to a secular rehab when I was about 24 and the county that I lived in only would uh, send me there for 21 days because that's all that they would finance for so that did nothing but just get me sober. It didn't get to the root issues that I had, the low self-esteem, the low self-worth, the, just the deceit that I was living in, I never got to those root issues. So I got sober, I got clean, I ended up going back to nursing school, ended up meeting my husband, got married, and had another child, and um, was doing well, was clean and sober for about two years, and then we moved into this apartment that there was a couple that lived above us, and. Of course, they did. They dr- drunk and partied, so it wasn't long before I was venturing up there and back into the same lifestyle that I had just gotten out of um, because I had never s- sought the help. I never got the help. I never got the healing that I needed. Um, so then I went through a downward spiral again, ended up getting pregnant for a third time, and I lost the baby, and it was at that point that I truly hit rock bottom. Uh, I was full of guilt, full of shame, um, felt unworthy of being the mother of the two kids that I had and I walked away from everything and it was at that point that um, my mom was trying to reach me and get me help and she had found out about New Life for Girls and um, in 2016 I began the road of redemption I came to the Chicago intro left everything and it was at that point that God showed me who he was um, he opened my eyes to see who he was and the, that Everything that I'd strived for that he loved me regardless of the mistakes that I made regardless of the things that I did and um, I ended up coming to dover and finishing the program and though I knew who God was I still Had guilt and shame and I still wasn't taking on who I was in God and so because of that I left the ministry and went back to North Carolina and it was wasn't long before I ended up back in the same things that i was doing before because though i knew who god was now i still wasn't taking on who i wasn't god i still wasn't believing that i was redeemed i wasn't believing and taking on the things that i was taught when i was in the program so i came back and did a retouch and it was in those months that God really began to work in my life, and he really began to show me who I really was. And he redeemed me, and he did a work in me, a really good work in me. And though I had received the healing that I needed, I still suffered with pride of trying to be perfect. And not even when we have those thoughts, because we all have thoughts. We all do sometimes think things that we shouldn't. And it was in those moments that instead of just confessing those things, that I tried to hide it because I felt like I needed to be past those areas in my life, that it was behind me. So um, I ended up falling again, and this time when I left the ministry, I left in a very ugly way and did some things that I shouldn't have done. And God allowed me to go out and make the mistakes that I made because he knew that I needed to learn firsthand of what would happen if I went b- went out. So when I left that time um, I ended up in situations that I had never experienced before. I ended up homeless, I ended up with legal issues, um, and even in the midst of all that God did something amazing and He gave me another child. Even in the midst of my brokenness He did something beautiful and made something beautiful out of the mess that I had created and it was in those moments that I knew that I had to come back. I knew that I had to stop wavering in my faith and stand firm on who he was because he's such a good god and he's done so much for me and he protected me and shielded me even in the midst of my mistakes and the wrong decisions that i made Um, So, um, I was welcomed back, which is nothing but God, because the way that I left, I should have never been allowed to come back, but it's because of His goodness and His grace that I stand here today. And I'm so grateful because God has really made me firm in the faith that I have today in Him, knowing that regardless of what I've done, that He loves me, that um, He sees me as His beautiful daughter, and that... He's so amazing. He's done such a work in my life in the midst of everything that I've done, in the midst of the mistakes that I've made. He showed me who he was and that regardless, he was always there. He always shielded me and protected me. And so I'm so thankful that I stand here today. I'm so thankful that I had to go through what I went through because it's because of those very things that I went through that I'm here today and that I'm still standing. So um, I'm grateful that you guys allowed me to share. I'm grateful for your support. Of this ministry because this ministry has saved my life this ministry has showed me who god was and i'm very blessed to be here so thank you for allowing me to share
0: Hallelujah. How many of you appreciated their ministry? Praise the Lord. I'm going to ask if all the ladies would come down front, and we as a church, I want to have everyone come up and surround them, lay your hands on them, and pray that God keeps working the way he's working. You know, the Bible tells us, and we experience that we have our own free will. God will let us do what we want to do. Now, he's drawing us, and he's drawing you close, but he lets you do what you're going to do. And we want to pray that God is able to finish the good work that he started in their lives. As you heard from our sister, it takes a couple of times, right? Because God lets you go. And we want to make sure that doesn't happen again for any of them. So if you would stand, in fact, if my leaders would come up and lay hands on them, And that could be the whole church too. You can to all welcome them to come up and lay hands and pray for them. Yeah, once you ladies, can you move up a little bit? There we go. Hallelujah. How many appreciate what God's doing in their life? What are you struggling with? What do you need God to do for you? If God's able to do this for them, God's more than able to do what you need him to do. Father, we stand before you this morning and we are so thankful, we are grateful for the power of God to work in such a magnificent way in their lives. We thank you for their testimony, Lord, to give a testimony of your grace and your power in their lives. It's not always the easiest thing to do, but we do it to give you the credit, give you the glory, to see where we were and to where you bring us. And Father, we're thankful for these ladies as they give and they share of what you've done in their lives and how they minister to us through their songs. Lord, we are grateful that we are able to be just a small part of what you're doing in Dover. Now, lord i pray for these ladies i pray for this ministry that your hand will be upon it you will continue to meet every need upon their heart lord every financial need every spiritual need i pray that you just pour your spirit upon this location these ladies the ministry let the power of god be seen every single day lord as lives are transformed miracles happen and and providence and and things are met by your divine hand Father, this is your ministry, these are your girls, and we thank you for what you're doing in their life, and we know that your word says you will bring to completion the good work you've started. So Father, we commit them to you, we commit the ministry to you. Father, have your way, let your power be seen, let more and more testimonies come forth of the saving power of Jesus Christ. Father, we love you this morning, we're so grateful for what you've done in their lives, as well as what you've done in our lives, Lord. You saved us. And we were no, no better, no worse than anyone. And you saved us, so we're thankful for that as well. So, Lord, we pray your blessings upon this ministry. Lord, let your glory be seen and all that you do in their lives, in the ministry, those who work there, those who minister there, and in the girls that you work through. Lord, we commit them to you. You have your way, Jesus. You bless them. You take care of them, Lord, and allow them to see miracles happen every day. And we, Father, we do all this for the sake, honor, and glory of Jesus. And it's in his name we pray. And everyone said, amen. Amen. Would you praise the Lord this morning and give him a praise offering?